0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of escapes and Discussion. Today I am joined by photographer, and I'll probably pronounce her name wrong, but we'll, we'll forget about that, Virginie Chabron. I don't know how close that was to it, but good evening, Virginie.
1: Good evening. It was perfect. It was
0: perfect. Very good. Thank, thank, thank you very much for joining me this evening. Um, for those of you who don't know Virginie's work, um, she had a, a zine published through Another Place Press as part of their Field Notes series On the Trail, um, which was earlier this year. So before we get to talking about that, it would be great if you could give us an introduction to your photography and to your work. Uh,
1: yes. Yeah, so um, you want a little bit of background? That's what yes,
0: I heard ab- from Yep, people. Yep. Absolutely. A bit of background to you would be great.
1: Um, well, it's, uh, I think, quite an ordinary uh, background. I had a father who I've always, I have, I still have a father, <laughs> who I've always known making photographs. So yep. I've just, i always seen him making photographs. When I was was younger, yep. he was uh, making films, so he was developing his photos himself. So he was really into photography. So I think it just became really normal for me to see yep. him making photographs. And, and I remember quite early, I was playing with um cameras and even going in holidays with my own disposable cameras. Very
0: good. <laughs> was... Excellent.
1: Now, I had never really thought about uh being a photographer as a as a job so I just yep. went on with my studies. I studied and graduated in history of arts. Okay. And the beginning of my uh professional work was actually more in the organi- organization so I was organizing artistic events um Very artists nice. present gigs exhibitions and in 2015 yep i just left my job because i wanted to travel so i began traveling and then i moved to scotland and through my travel and the move to scotland photo just came back in my yes. life and became cool. more and more and then i decided at some point to give it a go and just yeah um, Turned my passion into my work, I guess. Yeah. So it's been it's been five years now, and very good. Um, that's where I am.
0: And you enjoy it, which is the main yes.
1: thing. Yes. Yeah.
0: Very good. So yeah. So as I said, we uh, you obviously had a, your your zine book published on the trail. Um, which for those of you who don't uh, know, it's an arduous walk from Fort William up to Cape Wrath, up in Scotland. I think there's various routes in which you can probably take. So um, I think it's a, it's a beautiful body of work. Uh, uh, as, uh, as soon as I saw Ian, uh, Ian Sargent announce it was available, I think I ordered it straight away because it's, uh, I think it's just a wonderful uh, collection and a wonderful way to document uh, that journey so I'm really interested to know uh, first of all what made you undertake the journey forgetting about the photography what, what made you want to walk the Cape Wrath Trail
1: Um, I'm quite an outdoor person I would say that yep. uh, I had worked the West Island Way okay yeah uh, years back and it's on the West Island Way that I heard about the Cape Wrath Trail okay uh, someone else who was uh, what planned to work it after and then I met I did a few research and I thought, oh that would be great now that I've walked from mostly Glasgow to Fort William to yes. be able to walk from Fort William to uh
0: Tapras. Yeah. That's uh, that. Carry on. It's
1: another level of work, but it's uh yeah. it's quite enjoyable too.
0: Yeah, it's a very uh, I've never walked it. It's something I might walk at some point in the future. Um but it's quite a quite a long walk, I think it is, and it can be quite challenging at times
1: yes it's i think it's around 200 miles i think in miles it's 200 yep. uh but you can as you were saying you can choose different routes there's not um like one pass it's just really yes. you have yeah you have to go to cape Race and you just make your own route yeah so i think at the end um uh, we were closer to 400 kilometers so i think it's what 250 miles yeah something um, like
0: that yeah yeah yep. quite quite a long way but yeah no but no i i think that i think the book i think the book is great so i'd just be interested to know kind of what what's the what's the idea and what's the story that you're really trying to present to us in the book
1: i think i wanted mainly to um make people experience the work and experience this area of scotland it's really a um I probably know it better than me, but it's an area of Scotland that is really amazing and, and really incredible and yeah. beautiful. And I'm really drawn to this place. So yeah. I really wanted to make people experience this walk as yes. much as we can. In photos. Yeah.
0: yeah? I, I, I What I really like about it is the way that you bring together the wider landscape, but also just the small intricate details such as in the bothies and things like that and I, I think that's I think it's a beautiful combination that makes you actually makes me feel part of the journey and makes me feel there as opposed to just a series of wide landscapes
1: yeah um it's I think it both are part of the work because you are maybe a whole day in the middle of nowhere and you're not even yeah. on the path you're so walking cross-country it's quite difficult and then you arrive in those buses yeah. and suddenly there is some comfort. You're you're in these very human places with these little details that just make you feel
0: <clears throat>
1: almost at home where yes. you are and just at this yeah. moment. So it was as important as the big landscape, I think, in the experience of the of the trail.
0: Yeah. I I, th- I think it's very important to get across. It's like okay, you're 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 do- you're documenting and you're you're, cr- you're allowing people to experience the landscape that you're in. But it's also to experience the route as set, the route as well. It's not just the landscape, but it's the specific routes. And there's some lovely images. I particularly like the one. I think it's the Wi-Fi Wi-Fi access, which is a yeah. uh, yeah, name. Forget about IT password. Talk to one, another. And I, th- I think it's things like that that just you remind and It it, it gives you, a, it gives you a connection to reality, which is there is no Wi-Fi or probably phone signal for yeah. miles. Miles around.
1: Yeah, and it was funny because this particular bus is not far from a, a road, so people can access it in you know, a two hours long, um, really yeah. easy walk. And we had walked like almost thirty kilometers during this day, and we arrived, and there was a group, a big group of people. It was really busy. <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it, it felt a little bit surreal, and, yes. and this sign with the Wi-Fi on top of it felt completely. Yeah, a little bit surreal in the, just after a day of being in the middle of nowhere, meeting all these people, speaking like a crowd, really enjoying their time. Yeah, at, yeah.
0: At the- it, just, it just shows you that even though you're in the middle of nowhere, as soon as you get a Wi-Fi signal or a four G signal, everyone congregates to that to that one yeah. spot.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, no, so, yeah, yeah it, it's great, and it's it's also the, the the images of the maps as well, just the plans that are obviously are in the both these as well. I think it's just the images really just bring you back down to to. Um, it's like a it's like a combination of um, your documentary and landscape, which I think works so well, particularly in this instance.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, it, it just it's it felt like, I mean, doing the, on the, it's a, um, how to say that. It was a difficult one because it yes. was not a difficult, but just, you have to work and your primary, primary goal yeah. during the day is to work. So you have the numbers of kilometers to yes. work that are yeah. safe and, and you don't really have the time to think about the photo you make or, or you don't have yeah. the time to wait even for the best yes. moment. So it, it was really intuitive in a way, like if yeah. I felt like photographing I would do it and I didn't even think twice about making photos of details. It was just it that, was part of the work. It was part yeah. of the experience.
0: Yeah, well that's and I think I think that really comes across as as you say, you've not got the time to set up a big tripod and wait for specific light you've got to cover the mileage and that's, I suppose that's the key thing. So as you say, after a while it begins to feel natural and it's, you get the camera when you think, when you think there's a shot or when you think there's something that's of interest that that kind of represents the the journey and what you're experiencing.
1: Yeah. And also you do it, um, I was shooting film, so I was um, making the photos and not seeing it at all and just (laughs) assuming I had something and yeah and rediscovering them after too which was nice but um, yeah
0: well that's it it must have been a wonderful feeling when you get back having shot film over such a long journey to then get your film back out and and relive it after after it gets processed and it comes back and you all of a sudden you bring back the memories and the thoughts of exactly how you were feeling at that given time in the middle of nowhere
1: yeah yeah i think that's one of the magic part of shooting film it's how it just kind of forget about it and then it comes back and and it's even better when the photos really worked and you exactly have what you want and and just you have this memory and on top you have this photo here
0: just
1: double that memory so it's
0: well that's it and obviously at what point did you did you think this would make a good book um where you should was that after the process or did you go Or did you start the journey thinking, right, okay, I want to create a body of work here that might make a book or an exhibition or whatever it was?
1: Um, I shot thinking that I might have something to make a series that I would put either online or just primarily. I I was not sure about the book because when I worked the West Island way, I came back with photos that were not not pretty really good because yep. of conditions because of a lot of a lot of things yep. so i didn't i didn't want to plan from the beginning a book or everything yes. i just wanted to see what i would have
0: yeah first yeah and obviously yeah. once you came back then you I, I, I suppose at that point you begin to think once you see the images that well actually there's something here that that could transform itself into something more substantial
1: yeah yeah that's exactly that i i worked on the photos and put them together um as a series and i thought oh i think i quite like to see them printed and and yes. see them shared in a different way than just online and, and
0: yeah well on that's it. It, it it becomes a, it, as i say to everyone it's such a different experience when you're looking through images in a book than it is when you're looking through images and on a screen you you can control the pace the the setting the the, the positioning of the images is exactly as as you wanted and and how how did you find the experience of working with ian sargent at another place press was it a rewarding experience
1: yeah it's great he has um is himself a photographer and he he has double experience of being a photographer and being a publisher so yeah it was quite quite amazing actually because uh so i thought about the and he had just launched uh, Filnet, so I just applied yep. as he was um, if you are interested, apply. Yep. I didn't hear from him for quite a long time, so I thought <laughs> so he was not interested. But I think he was just uh, receiving a lot of applications. Yeah. Uh, then he, got, he came back to me, and so we began working. And um, from the beginning, he sent me a first layout that was really like close to what I I had imagined. It. Yep. had had. Um, like I thought, the zine would work well because um, when I I go working like this or I'm outside, I always take notebooks, and I put a lot of the Instax come from my notebooks. So it just it felt like the zine would be nice, like yeah. the continuing the continuation of this yep. journal of the work. Yep. And he had immediately I think understood that he had put the different photos, the photos in color and black and white the Instax, just layout things. That felt really, like the, something that I I had imagined and
0: yeah,
1: um, quite dynamic in the way he had laid out yes. the yep. things.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's it's a lovely layout. There's I I, I like that you so experienced and and I think the way he the way he treats them all, every book is just so well laid out exactly for the subject matter. Mm. Um, and I think the order he's got them, in in terms of the sequencing with. Some of just the detail shots, and then a combination of some of the big landscapes. I, I think it works. It works beautifully for the images, and yeah. I like I like the mix of the the black and whites and the different sizes of images. It it kind of takes you, kind of reminds you of what like your your holiday snaps as such mm, would look yeah. like. Just reminding you of that of that one moment in time.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly, and um, also having someone else having a look at the the series quite you were talking um, about laying out the photos but the sequencing was also very important and it's something that is quite difficult when you have walked from one point to another and you have this experience of having things made one day and then another and then another yeah it's it's not necessarily how it would work for people opening the book, like it could yes. be boring if I was just, just chronologically going yep. through the photos. And because he didn't have this um, experience, like he didn't know what photos would come before. Yep. He really could see what would work for yes. just the, the reader's experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As as you say, if you if you if you had just put it together in an in an order of they were taken, you could be jumping around and the flow's not necessarily yeah. what you want. Whereas, yes, with him just coming at it totally afresh, he's laying it out in the order that is a nice natural flow. And and to be honest, you would never know whether they're in the wrong order or not unless you really really knew the walk. Yeah. And, and even then it's. It it just works so well, and it it's it's more important to get a nice natural flow of the images and have everything complement each other, be it subject matter or through the tones, um, which which I think which I think he's done really well. And yeah. were there any images that uh, he didn't include that you really wanted included? Um, no.
1: There was one image that. Um, <laughs> Maybe, but it was just maybe another landscape, and so it was not yes. necessary,
0: to yeah, put it. yeah,
1: but otherwise, no, and and, as I said, immediately he understood that um the series was working with these different kind of photos, black and white uh, colours, yes. and in fact yep. didn't try to go only for the colours or just, you know.
0: yeah, so I it, think he
1: really understood, um quite yeah. immediately.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's a great series. It's a great body of work. It reminds me a bit of um, um, Nicholas. Oh, what's his surname? Black dots.
1: Nicholas White.
0: Yeah, Nicholas White. It reminds me a bit of Nicholas White and the and the black dots. It's it's just there's 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 something really nice about just the landscape and the intimate details as well, which uh, which I really that's, like about.
1: That's a great compliment, but I don't yeah. think.
0: Yeah, and there's, there's there's the there's one of the shots of one of the bothies which, which I, th- I think that one, I think that yeah, you a, one. yeah, I think that's in black dots yeah. as well, but it's maybe so a winter shot.
1: Yeah, it's a very it's very well known. About yeah. his photo, is, yeah. his photo of his boss is quite incredible. There's um clouded version. There's something yeah. In, yeah, um,
0: but no, but no, it it reminds me it, it reminds me similarities to black dots, but at the same time what's really nice is the fact that this is a journey and it's well, Nicholas is just well, Nicholas has photographed a whole variety of, and it's about the bothies and it just so happens there's, there's beautiful similarities between the two projects. But I love that this is, that this is actually a specific journey. Um, and I think, I think it works. Yeah. It just works so well. Um, it's a really, really nice, really nice set of images. And is mm-hmm. it giving you, has it given you any inspiration to maybe undertake similar projects? For the future, yes
1: um, so so I, I worked this one with uh, my partner and we wanted to walk um, the south, so there is another long route in the south of Scotland, which is right. the southern one way right and then it was supposed to be in 2020, but <laughs> we know what happened <laughs> <laughs> so it's it should happen. there's a lot of long routes. I, I would really love to uh, cycle the everyday way too.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, which seems...
1: is, looks quite incredible. Um, yeah. So yeah, a lot, a lot. Other well, that's it. Work.
0: But I, I think they would all offer wonderful projects for your for your photography as well. And it's, it's a beautiful like documentary landscape style. And do you, do you envisage bringing out future zines either published through someone or maybe self published? Has it given you a bit of a bug for for creating books with your uh, work?
1: If if I have series that I uh, yes. can publish, yep. yeah, I think it it's nice to share photos uh, online, but it's always something different to have to have them on paper. Uh, as you yeah. are
0: saying, it absolutely, I, and I I think it's it's something that works really well as a series. I could I could easily imagine uh, a similar zine on the the Hebridean way cycled or or again on some of the other walks space sideway or something like that in Scotland as well I I think it's I think it's something that you could really build up just a beautiful collection of of bodies of work on on each of these incredible routes at a very particular style I'm assuming that's something that you maybe potentially look at doing in in the future
1: yes yes um um I need to make the photos, so I need to make sure that uh, I don't have bad conditions like I've had on on the West Island where now that's something that I can do again. So it's it's easy to redo. Well, that's it. And the the
0: thing is, it it must give you a bit of impetus and an interest and excitement in terms of producing work and and making it as books, knowing that this one's worked so well that it kind of gives you a format and a basis in which to actually maybe plan for and, and take into consideration as well.
1: Yeah, I think there is a, also a huge huge interest in Scotland so uh, I know even I've been contacted uh, even by people in France uh, mainly um, saying that because also because of the years of pandemic and everything they couldn't travel to Scotland they were happy to travel through the photos Um, so that's
0: it and I think that's a lovely compliment it's a wonderful compliment that some if someone can pay actually that instead of coming to a country or going to a Location or something that they've been able to experience it and feel as though they understand the subject matter eh, th- through through your work. Um, and are there any particular images in the book that have special memories, from be it a hard day or a really enjoyable day or very wet weather? Um,
1: I don't know. Of they are all full of memories there's yeah. been some hard day but usually when it's really really hard <laughs> yeah. you just don't make photos because no. you're, you're just you want to go through and there's like um one day especially or two days there's a few days where you just end up working maybe a kilometers in an hour and a, or an hour and a half because of the terrain yeah. is so bad so in this moment you don't necessarily make a lot of photos yeah yeah you're, your, your
0: mind your mind is really just on getting to the end of the yeah. day as opposed to actually photographing it so i think i think it's also testament to the work that you've produced bearing in mind that you're walking 400 kilometers as well uh, I take my heart off to you because it's certainly nothing I've ever, I ever planned on doing, to be perfectly honest, and, and to be shooting it in film as well, not even being able to see what you're photographing is, is a fantastic experience, but you must be so delighted with the book as well.
1: Yes, uh, yes, it's it's the first book or uh, so I've met, so it's something special, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's
0: and it, I, I, it's
1: hard to realize actually. I just, I still, I'm still processing it. But.
0: Yeah, and I, I think, I think it, it fits in so well with the Field Note series as well. Um, I think I'll, I, I see more, and more books, oblique zines, whatever you want to call them, that really combine, uh, s- combine landscape with a bit of documentary to really give it some relevance and some importance. And, and I think if it was just a book full of big vistas of Scotland, it could be, it could be anywhere, whereas actually you've given it so much meaning um, and so much purpose by, by including the the small details and, and giving people a bit of an insight into what the route's actually like through where you're staying and, and some of the the subject matters and the people you come across as well.
1: Yeah, I actually, um, maybe that could be something for other, other books, but, um, you meet quite a lot of people on the way. You, you're yeah. not just in the middle of nowhere, and this one is quite interesting because people are taking different paths. So yes. you will meet them at some point, and maybe meet them again a few days after. And yep. at the end, yep. because you arrive in Capras, and it's not always open because there's the, the military. Oh, yes, uh, the military uh, base, yeah.
0: the shooting. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, some of them we had met. Uh, previously had to wait because it was opening on a specific day and so at the end we actually met a group of people that we had met on the way right having different experiences so it was great and i thought after a while that i maybe should have made portraits of these people that yeah. would have been yeah. the, um because i've not done that on this trail i, I mainly shot the places and, yes. and
0: yeah
1: it's Meeting people, it's really an important part of these long routes. And I think it, it, for later series, other series, I would do more portraits just yeah. because it's an important side
0: of the experience too yeah ab- absolutely I, I, I totally agree with you particularly in the likes of Cape Wrath, where there are very many different routes that you can take at different points so actually as you say it's it's the enjoyment of seeing someone and then three days later you meet up with them and they've, they've had a totally different experience just mm. because they happen to have walked somewhere else but as you say yeah, it's, it's something great that you can introduce into into some of your future your future work be it walks cycle routes or whatever whatever it is you choose to choose to photograph. Um so yeah, a wonderful wonderful body of work and I delighted to have it on my bookshelf. But uh talking about bookshelves, um I'm always really interested to know what uh photo books inspire and other people love. So um I'd be great if you could share maybe three, four or five of your favorite photo books, photo zines whatever from other photographers. Yeah,
1: so i uh, uh it's it's quite hard to select books. I think other people have said that way. It's quite difficult to. It to is. Choose. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The first book that came in my mind actually is one that I don't own and is it's my biggest regret because it's Tixi by photographer uh, Evgenia Arbugaeva. Right. And that's a book that is sold out. Right. And I've had it in my hand uh, a few years ago, I found it in a bookshop and I was traveling so I I couldn't really buy books or I, I couldn't have more weight, so I just said, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm making a reference, I, I just shot the cover, thinking that I would buy it when I, I would be back uh, in Scotland. And I discovered at this moment that it was sold out and, and very, very sold out, it's impossible almost to find it. I found it several times on 2nd secondhand uh, website. Yeah but it was way over my budget. It, yep. it goes really, it's, so I hate myself. I hate myself really for not having a <laughs> book. I don't know if you know her work. It's, no. it's quite amazing. So this book is about, um, so she grew up, she's a Russian uh, photographer and she grew up in an Arctic uh, town.
0: Okay. And
1: it, this book is it's about um, the town she grew up, which is called Tixi, and it's photos um, you will find them online and uh, just um, snowy photos yep. and really for this series or all our body of work it's it's she's really creating visually interesting photos really at uh, each of her series is is different atmosphere different choice in the colors are really important um almost painting like i would yep. say um so, yeah, it's, uh, so Evgenia Arbugeva, Uh I don't know if I pronounce it properly, but it's it's a book. I still I still look for it. I'm still looking for it. Sometimes I just try and see if I can find it, but...
0: Uh... What, what, one day you'll find it. We all have books that we would love to have that we always regret missing out on. Yeah. Um, and it's one of these things at some point, at some place, you will find a copy of it and you'll get such immense enjoyment When that that moment occurs, it's, uh, yeah,
1: very good. So other one, um, so because I'm in Glasgow, I had to pick up this one, uh, which is Glasgow by Raymond Depardon. Yep. Uh, You probably know this one already.
0: I've heard of it. I don't own it, but yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's photos he shot in the 80s. It's been been commissioned, I think, by a newspaper. And they are just... um, incredible photos of Glasgow of uh, many poorer areas in the yep. 80s. But I really like, I'm not really a street photographer, but I, I really enjoy street photography. Just um, there are some really interesting, like the way life is captured in street photography, very dynamic, dynamic yes. photos. I don't yep. know, there's something yeah. really. And the um, same thing, just the, the
0: yeah, is yeah, color. Yeah. Uh, really beautiful.
1: interesting and just beautiful yeah. photo. Really dark. I yeah. think he had been surprised by how dark Glasgow was. Yeah. Um, but a uh, um, really amazing book. And I also have um, one by Marzaoli about Glasgow. Yeah, that's
0: beautiful. Yeah.
1: Putting them together sometimes it's also a way to remember that there's not only one way to photograph a place because the photos are quite different. Yeah. So yeah, very that different, was one. But-
0: very different, but both fantastic bodies of work. And as you say, much like yourself, I'm, I don't shoot street photography, but I, I love collecting a few street photography books, particularly I think in, in places that you've got a connection with, either through travel or you've stayed there because you really get a, a different sense of the city or the place that you live in. And Glasgow, and particularly Oscar Marzoroli's books, going back to like the sixties and seventies, some of the photography is just yeah, absolutely yeah. incredible. Really, yeah. really nice. Yeah.
1: Um, the other book is one by uh, another press place, and it's oh, yeah. the one by Homer. I don't know if you oh, have yeah. this one, it's the dark oh. figure.
0: OK, dark figure.
1: Um, it's about modern slavery, so it's very, it's documenting uh, photography. But uh, so during, I think she's, for several years, she went into place where there's been, there had been um, modern slavery cases recorded, and she made photos of just a place. Um, yep.
0: It's here. Yep. Very cool. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, with no nobody, just normal place, everyday places, and on the left, and that's when the books are really interesting because you couldn't have this online or.
0: Yes. There's yep. just
1: a, a there's whole text it. with um, yep. the detail of the cases, and and it's quite. Um, it's a book that you need to take time to just. Go through because it's yep. quite difficult. Um, the subject is quite difficult. So, what I like, it's really as I said, you can only see that in the book format, you can't really share these stories yes. online. Yep. Yeah, and also, you were talking about Jan really working with photo each series in a different way. Yeah, and this book is really the way you just put this cover on the, yep. on the book. So, it's what tracing papers you call it. Oh,
0: yeah, lovely. Yes, yeah, kind of like tracing oh. paper effect
1: it half hides the,
0: yeah, the picture the photo. Yeah. yeah lovely and so
1: it really refers to this thing of like, like uh showing things that are in plain sight i don't know how we um, would say that like really it's it's in front of us but we don't see it yes yeah, yes
0: very nice lovely
1: so um yeah that was another one and i only had pick up three because I thought <laughs> it was only three but have behind.
0: Yes, I can see a lot of books behind. Yeah, I, I tried to say I said it generally to three. Uh, some people stick to the rules, others don't. Because the thing is, if I said it was 10 books, it would be just as difficult to select your 10 favorite books. And if I said 10 books, it just costs me more money because I end up buying or wanting to buy so many books that people suggest. So, um, it's always part of the part of the challenge. But oh, yes, yeah, some yeah. Re- some really nice books there. Um, and yeah, some great selections. And it's always interesting to see how they relate to what someone shoots themselves. As you say, you don't shoot much street photography yourself, but yet at the same time, um, some you can always take inspiration and ideas from other street photography books as well.
1: Yeah. Um, now I have a lot of um, Jan's book actually because um, it's also something that is quite interesting with is um uh, I'm not paid to do any advert no, yeah. for another <laughs> place. Another place. place. Yeah. But it just um they're more affordable books. They're really well made books, but they are more affordable, so it's it's yeah, absolutely I think for Yeah.
0: For I, yeah. What what Ian you does to... Yeah, what Ian does is a yeah, wonderful sorry. thing. yeah Yeah, it's fantastic as you say it makes it it makes it so much more affordable to get into photography books or to build up a small collection of yourself of your own work
1: yeah and so yeah you can have access to really all these photos in a book format without
0: yeah yeah crying
1: because your your bank called you saying no no more books
0: well that's it And, and i think it also it also just demonstrates that you don't need to have big flash fancy hardback coffee table books to actually present a beautiful body of work um, and yeah I think Ian you uh, know another place press you've also got ADM publishing, you've got Brown Owl press. there's loads of them all operating yeah. who who produce really affordable uh, publications that it also enables so many photographers to have their work out there that otherwise would never would never be seen. So I, I I think I think they're wonderful and it's great that so many people support them um, and, and buy so many of the publications. Um, I just I, I made a point at the start of not buying all the numbers one, two, three because then I'd end up just buying every single one of them and it would cost me so much because I think Ian seems to bring about three three new publications every couple of weeks so um, yeah. but there are there are so many and they're just they're all wonderful bodies of work so um, I, I think they're wonderful what he's doing. But uh, on that note, I'd just like to thank you very much for your time. Jeanine, oh, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure, despite uh, we lo- despite the sound just vanishing halfway through that. Um, <laughs> I think we've both recovered fairly well. It's the first time it's ever happened on Zoom, I have to say. But uh, yeah, thank you very much for your time. It's really been a pleasure chatting to you about about your journey, um, and I look forward to seeing some of your future your future walks or future cycle routes and uh, and how you document them. Because I think I think there's real potential for some great bodies of work there.
1: Well, thank you very much for inviting me to speak about the book and hopefully Absolute. there will be more work soon. Yep.
0: Absolute pleasure. All the best. Thank you very much, Virginie. Thank you.
1: Thank you.